Get ready, we're turning it up. Get ready, get ready, we're turning it up. What's up, champs? Welcome into the Pigskin Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Derek Bordeaux, and you can find me on Twitter at pigskin underscore DRock. One insane, insanely unpredictable week of football we had this week, man. A lot of good teams uh, totally falling on their faces. A lot of bad teams getting some surprising wins. We're going to break it all down for you. It's a week 10 waiver show. We're going to talk injuries. We're going to talk waiver pickups, streaming targets, and some buy-sell. We're going to talk about two players that I'm going to buy ahead of trade deadlines and one player that I feel like fantasy managers should sell. So let's start first with the fantasy triage. Week 10 injury report, fantasy triage. We've got Trevor Lawrence, ankle and leg contusion is what they're calling it. Should be fine. He did come back into the game and got the surprising uh, win over the Buffalo Bills. Austin Eckler had a dislocated finger. He should be fine and good to go. Chase Edmonds, high ankle sprain, should miss a few weeks. We'll talk about what to do with that situation moving forward. DJ Moore, it seems like he broke his ribs. Uh, nothing confirmed yet. Uh, he did come back into the game and uh, played, so not very well. I mean, the whole Panthers team didn't really play very well, so uh, keep an eye on this situation. Tua Tungavailoa missed this week's game with a, with a middle finger injury. Um, it's on his throwing hand, and he's also been ruled out for Thursday Night Football, so adjust your expectations for the Dolphins accordingly. Russell Wilson uh, will play in week 10, coming off of that finger injury that he suffered a few weeks ago. He will be activated this week and play against the Green Bay Packers. Speaking of the Packers, Rod, uh, Aaron Rodgers should be back for week 10. He tested positive for COVID-19. His earliest return to the facility is this Saturday, uh, one day before the game. You got to believe that after that showing by Jordan Love, that Aaron Rodgers could be cleared two minutes before the game and be thrown into the starting lineup. So not really worried about uh, Aaron Rodgers missing this week. We're finally going to get that matchup that we want, two elite quarterbacks. We should have had it last week uh, if Rodgers was able to was able to suit up, having tested positive and everything. So looks like we are going to get that awesome matchup. Mike White looks like he's good to go against Buffalo with that arm injury. Reports are that he's 100% fully healed, ready to go. Uh, this is good news for Michael Carter and all those check down throws. Not sure how I feel about uh, the receiving options in this offense with Mike White getting the start. Mike White is the check down king. So, you know, we'll see um, 
We'll see how he does in his next start. It doesn't appear, it looks like I just got a notification that uh, Robert Sala said that they're not going to rush Zach Wilson back. Uh, you know, it's a long-term thing with him. You know, they want to make sure that he's 100%. They don't want to put him in harm's way because he is the future of the franchise. So far, if Mike White comes in and dominates, hopefully there's a quarterback controversy. I like Mike White. He's playing with some some energy and uh, something that Zach Wilson has yet to find in his young career. Zico Elliott had a knee contusion. He did come back into the game, which was absolutely crazy, that they were getting blown out 30 to nothing, and you have Zeke coming in, you know, hobbled and injured for garbage time touchdowns, which... That whole game was crazy. And, uh, you know, Zeke coming in after a knee contusion, you think they would sit him out uh, and just kind of wave the flag with Zeke Elliott, but they didn't and brought him back into the game. So monitor the practice reports, man. If he doesn't go, Tony Pollard could be a smash play this week. Um, But hopefully everything's good to go with Zeke uh, moving forward. Zach Moss had a concussion, left the game. And uh, uh, Ramondre Stevenson and Brandon Bolden also left the game with with uh, head injuries, but uh, they seem like they should be good to go. Uh, Zach Moss probably will as well. Um, you know, they, they still have to go through protocol and everything. So hopefully we can get all three of those backs um, into starting lineups uh, this week for their NFL teams. All right, that was the week 10 triage. Let's move into the week 10 waiver claims. We've got, I've got 10 guys that I want to talk about for this week's waiver wire. It's an interesting week, man. A lot of it, it's, it's, there's a lot of running backs in here that I'm looking to add to my, to my teams. And, um, you know, there's not really a guy that's going to be a huge volume play. Um, but there are definitely some solid options for your fantasy lineups that you could throw in there. So let's start with number 10, Eno Benjamin, uh, only a zero to 2% fab bid for him. It's no secret that Chase Evans is going to miss some time with the high ankle sprain. James Conner looked excellent in the time, the, 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 you know, the, in this week's game, you know, scoring those two touchdowns, having a great get a great game. Eno Benjamin did come in and score a touchdown. This is mostly a speculative ad. You know, I'm not really, like I said, zero to 2% of my fat budget. I'll throw down on him, you know, one or $2 um, or a $0 claim, depending on what my budget looks like. But uh, it's purely a speculative ad. He had nine Nine touches, 39 yards, and a touchdown uh, in week nine. He's 0% rostered in sleeper league, so widely available and a guy that you could absolutely throw in there just in case uh, something happens. That's why he's my 10th target this week. At number nine, I have Carlos Hyde, 5% rostered in sleeper leagues. Carlos Hyde is a pure volume play, okay? 92% of the running back touches without James Robinson in the lineup. Volume is king in fantasy football. He's 41% rostered in sleeper leagues and... You know, he didn't look great, but that's just because it was a tough matchup and it was a it was a day where the Jags didn't put up a whole lot of offense. So there will be better days for Carlos Hyde, especially if James Robinson continues to miss time. Uh, Carlos Hyde could be a guy that receives, again, a large workload in the absence of the starter. So add Carlos Hyde and it could be a spot start if James Robinson misses any more time. Only willing to throw down 5% of my fab on Carlos Hyde. So again, not something I'm willing to empty the wallet for, but definitely a guy that you can add uh, and possibly spot start. At number eight, I've got Donovan Peoples-Jones, 
wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns. He is currently 22% rostered in sleeper leagues, had 80 80 plus yards and a touchdown in this game. Uh, Without Odell Beckham Jr., the target's got to go somewhere. If they're not going to run the ball uh, and they're going to take deep shots, Donovan Peoples-Jones has shown uh, that he's a big play threat and, uh, you know, played pretty well two weeks ago. And, um, you know, I I mean, I'm only willing to throw 5% of my fab on him. So, you know, a four to five maybe $6 bid just to pick him up and stash on my bench, see what happens, see if this continues, if his production um, is still there uh, week to week. But he's definitely a guy that uh, is is really, is extremely uh, available in most fantasy leagues. So DPJ, big play guy, add him to your team. He's been the best uh, acronym in Cleveland so far this season. So, <clears throat> all right, number seven, Brandon Bolden, running back for the Cle- for the. New England Patriots, 18% rostered in sleeper leagues. He was 10 for 81 and no touchdowns on 47% of snaps. If uh, Damian Harris is hurt, he could be a flex option Flex option this week. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson did leave uh, the game with a head injury um, as well as Damian Harris. So both of those guys, if they miss time, Brandon Bolden could be a guy you could start this week. And you know, if you're in the business of buying wins, um, you know, a six to eight percent fab bid uh, could get him on your roster and uh, was definitely worth a start if he's if the other two guys are not hurt, uh, are not playing uh, this week. So, yeah. All right. Number six, Ramondre Stevenson. You know, I just talked about Brandon Bolden being able to be a spot start if he's if the other two guys are hurt. Ramondre Stevenson, one of those guys. Now, you may be asking yourself, why is Ramondre Stevenson sixth on my list and not behind Brandon Bolden? For me, it's mostly because Ramondre Stevenson could be taking over that number two role in this offense. He's 14 percent rostered in sleeper leagues. He had 12, 12 touches, 106 yards, did not score a touchdown, but came close. And he was fourth in the running in the NFL in running back efficiency in week nine. Um pretty solid. He's more of a, I'm going to add him now before his role continues to grow and I have to spend more of my fab on him. So if you can get him for six to 8% of your fab budget, I think that's a, a, an awesome price to pay. That's probably the lowest price you're going to be able to pay for Ramondre Stevenson this season. So I'm super, I'm actually really excited to add Ramondre Stevenson to my rosters um, for week 10. All right, number five, Elijah Moore, wide receiver for the New York Jets, 40% rostered in sleeper leagues, had that two touchdown breakout. Uh, It was with Josh Johnson, but Mike White coming back to the offense. Hopefully, Mike White trusts Elijah Moore down the field. Uh, I personally am invested in Michael Carter, so I love I love the short area targets for Michael Carter. Uh, but Elijah Moore has been a deep play threat. He's been a field stretcher so far. Um, and in, in this breakout game, he's he showed it, man. He showed his ability to get open down the field and score touchdowns. So um, I'm willing to add him as, you know, as a, a low-end flex option for right now and an opportunity to grow as the season progresses. So, you know, I, I, like I said, he's 40% rostered in Sleeper League, so he's probably on a team in your league, uh, but there's definitely a greater chance that he's available. So 6 to 8% fab bid. Uh, again, lowest price you're going to pay on Elijah Moore all season. I think his role continues to grow, and I am... I would definitely throw a bid on him if I can. At number four, I've got Tim Patrick, and this is where uh, I'm a little confused, okay? Tim Patrick is owned, or he's rostered in 30% of sleeper leagues, which is less than Elijah Moore, and Tim Patrick has been a sol- a steady producer so far in fantasy this season. And, you know, he's not, like, scoring 20 points a game or anything like that, but he's getting he's getting a touchdown, in, in in all the games that he's been fantasy relevant, he's he's scoring points. He's scoring you know ten to fifteen points, and you know this week had that over eighty yards and a touchdown. And you know with with Noah Fant 
missing time. Teddy Bridgewater continuing to play well. I think Tim Patrick is a solid flex option week in and week out, especially with some of these other guys that are starting to not produce as well. You know, the Mike, the Mike Williams of the world, um, you know, guys that are struggling like that, you know, Tim Patrick can be a guy that can provide some stability for your roster because each week it seems like Tim Patrick is scoring 10 fantasy points with upside for more. So I'm willing to spend eight to 10% of my fab budget on Tim Patrick. He's a flex option every single week. And that's kind of tough to find on the waiver wire. So I'm willing to pick him up. He's my number one wide receiver target on the week. And he's absolutely essential to pick up this week. So what? even, even if, you, if you put down bids on the next three players, throw a bid down on Tim Patrick. You have to. Like, he's a guy that has to be on your roster. He provides stability and could be essential down the stretch, especially with some of these top guys starting to struggle a little bit. All right, number three, I've got Ty Johnson running back for the New York Jets. Ty Johnson is... 18% rostered in sleeper leagues. The last three weeks, here is his receiving yard totals. 65 yards, 71 yards, 40 yards, adding in two touchdowns. Like I said, Mike White coming back into this offense, short area targets. Ty Johnson, he's involved, man. Him and Michael Carter are both involved. He's getting most of his production in the receiving game, so half PPR, PPR leagues. He is absolutely a flex-worthy guy every single week. And the running back position is thin. You know, the, t- the top two guys I'm about to recommend, you wouldn't have gone anywhere near these guys in the beginning of the season. But the the, the, the position is starting to move to a place where you're going to be starting people that are that don't make you feel good about fantasy football. Like, we're not, you know, we already lost Derrick Henry, you know. Christian McCaffrey has been hurt most of the season. Saquon Barkley's still not back. So now we're forced to start guys like... uh you know, Ramondre Stevenson, Brandon Bolden, Ty Johnson, uh, guys that we didn't expect to be playing. Uh, Carlos Hyde. Nobody was expecting to play Carlos Hyde this year, but you have to do what you got to do, man. And I'm definitely recommending you pick up Ty Johnson because he's super involved in this offense, eight to 10% of my fat budget. I don't know if you'll get him for that. He has been playing really well, man. He had a touchdown on Thursday night football against the Colts and... You know, there's a good chance that people have already picked him up, but just take a look and see. Um, like I said, 18% rostered, so he's widely, widely available in sleeper leagues and is my number three pickup on the week. All right, at number two, I've got Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard has been on an absolute tear the last two weeks uh, since uh, Miles Sanders has been out. Jordan Howard has been lighting it up, okay? Now, it's been almost all of it on the ground, so let's not get it twisted. He's not a PPR or a half PPR stud. He's a guy that's getting it done on the ground and not really going to provide you much through the air, so you're probably leaning on touchdowns, but I mean, hey, this is his stat line the last two weeks. 29 attempts, 128 yards, three touchdowns. He was the sixth most efficient running back in, in week nine. That's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. Jordan Howard is playing great. He's 17% rostered in sleeper leagues. Uh, another guy that I'm willing to put 8 to 10% of my fab bit, uh, uh, budget on, Justin, co-host of this podcast. You can find him at pickskin underscore jgonzo. Dropped him seconds before the 1 o'clock games kicked off, and I was almost able to pick him up. You know, It looked like I was able to snag him real quick, but the system changed from he was available to pick up to he had, I had to wait till Monday, and then he locked because of the games. But man... Jordan Howard, like nobody, like I said earlier, nobody expected these players to be fantasy viable, but they are. Jordan Howard is absolutely fantasy viable. So, like I said, eight to ten percent of your fat budget, spend it now. Uh, he's got a really good schedule the rest of the season, and if Miles Sanders continues to struggle when he gets back, I mean, Jordan Howard could carve out a, a, a solid role. Um, and he's he's a solid back, man. I think people teams have got it. 
Uh, you know, he's definitely a committee guy. He's not a guy that can handle all three downs. He's not a pass catching guy by any stretch, but he's a good north and south runner. And he's a guy that with volume can get it, the job done. So, and this Eagles team is running the ball a lot more. And with Jalen Hurts being able to, you know, run the football effectively and be a threat to run the ball defenses you know the the lane the rushing lanes are opening up for Jordan Howard and you know it's shown 128 yards and three touchdowns last two weeks so number two pick up on the week Jordan Howard smash 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 add him to your roster this week all right and my number one waiver claim on the week my number one running back on the week is Devonta Freeman running back for the Baltimore Ravens a lot of the same things I said about Jordan Howard are the same things I'm going to say about Devonta Freeman. Okay, Number one, he's 23% rostered in sleeper leagues. 16 opportunities, 83 yards, and a touchdown this week. Um, he had 1.27 rushing yards over expected per attempt in week nine, which was fifth in the NFL. So he's outproducing, right? What he's based on the carries and where they were on the field. Next Gen Stats says that he is... 1.27 yards per attempt better than expected. So he's playing pretty well, man. He's playing pretty well. And he's a guy that uh, I think is going to start to emerge out of this backfield. Uh, I think that the uh, Tyson Williams is obviously irrelevant to this offense. Le'Veon Bell is more of just a, a compliment piece. And Latavius Murray isn't healthy right now. So it seems like Devonta Freeman is going to be the guy Moving forward, that teams that that the Ravens are going to start to lean on in the running game. Now, obviously, Lamar Jackson is the leading rusher on this team. He is the most of the rushing offense, but teams are so focused on stopping Lamar Jackson that the rushing lanes for Devontae Freeman are opening up all over the place, right? Um, he was top five in running back efficiency in, if efficiency in week nine. Gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. Uh, 15% fab budget, fab bid that I'm willing to throw down on Devonta Freeman. Get him on your roster. Uh, he's a guy that you can start as a flex option, and I'm not really worried about it moving forward because no matter if the defense is a good run defense, the fact that Lamar Jackson is a threat in the run game is going to open up holes that aren't normally there for a, uh, for for Devonta Freeman. So he's going to get opportunities that a lot of other running backs are not going to get. You know, if you get, you know, let's take, for example, uh, Elijah Mitchell, right, for the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a running quarterback. So when Elijah Mitchell goes up against a tough run defense, right, say like the Buccaneers or the New Orleans Saints, um, you know, it's going to be tough for him to get loose and to score fantasy points. But with the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, I mean, even Jalen Hurts and Jordan Howard, the threat of the run from the quarterback is going to open things up for those running backs. So Jordan Howard, Devonta Freeman, top two running back claims of the week. Uh, 15% fab bid for Devonta Freeman, 8 to 10% for Jordan Howard. And I'll just run through the rest of the list. At number three, Ty Johnson, 8 to 10%. Tim Patrick, 8 to 10%. Elijah Moore, 6 to 8%. Ramondre Stevenson, 6 to 8%. Brandon Bolden, 6 to 8%. Donovan Peoples-Jones, Carlos Hyde, both at 5%. And Eno Benjamin is a 0 to 2%. All right, that's going to do it for my waiver claims for week 10. Let's move into some buy-sell candidates. I've got two guys that I'm looking to buy and one guy I'm looking to sell. And these are, ironically, all three running backs. So uh, let's go through it. Number one, my number one buy is David Montgomery. He has the second easiest playoff schedule for running backs. He gets Houston, New York, the, the New York Jets, and the New England Patriots through the playoffs. Uh, 
solid first two weeks of the playoffs and a guy that they're definitely going to lean on um, at the running back position. Khalil Herbert's been playing great, but David Montgomery is 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 a better player than uh, than Khalil Herbert. So I'm going to put my my chips on David Montgomery leading people to fantasy championships this season. My number two buy is Javante Williams. Fourth easiest playoff schedule for running backs gets Cincinnati, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Los Angeles Chargers. All three plus uh, matchups for running backs. And he looked great, man. He looked great. Has first hundred yard game of the season um, in 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 week nine. So he uh, he had a monster run too. That's uh, broke a lot of tackles and made Dallas defense look look silly. So uh, I think as the season goes on, Javante Williams is going to get more run, especially if the Broncos start to slip out of playoff contention. Maybe he gets more run, more more of a crack at it. And Melvin Ingram's been a guy that's definitely uh, missed some time due to injury. So. I'm not hoping or banking on injury for Melvin Gordon. I'm more banking on the fact that Javante Williams is a better running back right at this point in their careers. So as of right now, it's a it's a 50-50 split most weeks, but Javante Williams had 17 carries over 100 yards. So get him on my fantasy teams, man. I'm looking to buy him. And then the one guy I'm looking to sell, and this is going to be, it's going to feel really weird because I love, I love Christian McCaffrey, but He's definitely a guy that I'm looking to move off of. He has the worst playoff schedule for fantasy uh, football for the running back position, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, and New Orleans uh, throughout the playoffs. And he's a name value, man. You can definitely move him for some solid pieces. So I'd be looking to sell him off, try to get a King's Ransom, maybe wait until after this week when he plays. Um, You know, this week he had, he wasn't a, a huge uh, it wasn't a Christian McCaffrey game, but hopefully we get one this week, and then I'd be willing to sell, 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 sell as fast as I can and uh, try to get a huge haul for him. So uh, tough matchups through the playoffs. He's a guy that I don't want on my fantasy rosters uh, at the end of the season. So you got to move him before the trade deadline. So, yeah, absolutely willing to do that. All right. All right, that's going to do it for me today. Uh, thank you all for listening. Justin and I will be back in the studio on Thursday and Friday with the Week 10 preview shows. Good luck on your waiver wire, guys. For Justin and Derek, we're the Pigskin Champs. See you.